Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. He is the pastor of First Assembly of God in Plant City, Florida. We are so excited that you have joined us to listen to Pastor Braddock's powerful preaching from each Sunday morning church service. Listen closely to these messages, and your journey with Jesus will be wonderfully impacted. The second verse, hallelujah. There is a name, I call it times of trouble. There is a song that comforts in the night, hallelujah. There is a voice that calms the storm that rages. Oh, it is Jesus, Jesus, oh, who walks on the water, who speaks to the sea, who stands in the fire beside me. Oh, he roars like a lion, he bled out. He carries my healing in His hands. Oh, who walks on the water, who speaks to the sea, who stands in the fire beside me. Hallelujah. He roars like a lion. He bled as a lamb. And He carries my healing in His hands. There's no one like Jesus. Oh, it is Jesus. Amen. 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 Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit that has settled over this building. Lord, we ask now for a few moments that you would minister to our hearts and to our lives. Speak through us. I hide behind your word in the cross because you're here to minister this morning. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody said, you may be seated if you can. Thank you, Mark. Kim and all of you, Donna and Ron. Hallelujah. Yes, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Since last Sunday morning, I was—I have not been able to get this scriptures out of my head, my mind, and my heart. And I want to share some things with you, and that's why I asked Mark to sing this chorus again, because... It all fits in what I want to say this morning and probably tonight. He walks on the water. He calms the sea. (laughs) 
And he knows where you are at this very moment in your life. So, if you want to, if you don't, if you can, if you want to stand, Matthew put our scripture up there, Luke chapter four. I don't think this has ever happened to me before, maybe in different terms, but, and I hope I don't just sound like I'm re- repeating myself, but. Matthew, let's go up a little bit further. Let me find it right quick. I don't need to go verse 1. I thought I had it marked right. Verse number 15. And he taught in their synagogue, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, or Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. And I love this one. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. And they all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? Father, we pray for a few moments that you would anoint our mind and our hearts that we may speak your words boldly. We ask it in your name, the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Turn around, wave at your neighbor, and tell him you still love him. Hallelujah. Now, I only got four pages of notes, and I don't know how close I'm going to stay with them. But after going home Sunday morning, sitting in the, what do they call that room for men? Synagogue? No. No secret place? No, no. Man cave. Man cave. Thank you. I'll get there. Hang on. It just takes me a little longer. As I was sitting there meditating on what had happened last Sunday morning, the Lord began to speak to my heart again. And as I sat there and listened, my heart began to just melt under the presence of God. So I titled my message, Jesus Went to Church. Some of y'all not going to like me, but that's all right. 
He went to church every Sunday. <laughs> oh boy. That's all right. He went to church every Sunday. He went not only to minister, but to share. Look what it said. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And they delivered him the book. And he read that portion of Scripture. And the Scripture that he read is Isaiah 61 verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. All right. He came to church. Not only did he come because of who he was, but he came with a purpose. Well, I lost all of you right there. He came to Nazareth with a purpose. All right, here's where I'm going. I want you to know and understand one thing this morning. The anointing of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, was in this place when you walked in here today. He came this morning to minister to you. Lord, help me. Get a hold of this church. When he walked into the synagogue, there was something about him because he'd already been preaching since the day of his baptism. And when he walked in, the presence of God was upon him. And those that were there, they recognized who he was. Fame had already built about him wherever he had already healed the sick, took care of all kinds of needs, and his ministry, had his, his name, his fame had already gone ahead of him. Amen. But he went back to his hometown where a prophet is not recognized in his own hometown, hoping that he could do a great ministry there. Help me, Lord. The Lord came to Plant City First Assembly this morning to do a great work. Amen. No, you didn't get it. I said this, the Lord came this morning to do a great work. Amen. Mm. He came to do something in your life. He was anointed when he went to the synagogue. He was ordained. He was called, set apart, and anointed for a special ministry while he was on earth. If you don't think so, 
Read the account of his life in all three of all four of the gospels. Let me tell you something. Wherever he went, he changed the circumstances. It didn't matter who they were, what it was, when he ran up against it, he changed it. He stopped it because it was not what he wanted. Mm. Are y'all with me? Yes, sir. You're awful quiet this morning. I know how you feel, Kim. He came under the anointing. He was the Messiah. The word Messiah means anointed. My prayer just about every day is simply this. Lord, anoint me with your presence. Because I've learned a long time ago, without that anointing, all I've got is words and it, it, it don't go anywhere. But when you have the anointing, it breathes out of you. It comes out of you. He arrives at the church, the synagogue, every Sabbath day. Oh, I want to be mean right here. But it won't do no good, so I'll just move on. He came with a purpose. He came to minister to those that were there. Now my point is simply this. He came this morning to minister to First Assembly. Now, mm, help me Lord. It's up to you to receive him and accept what he has. Or you can be like the Pharisees and just sit there and doubt and not believe. I'm telling you, it's going to get strong. The Spirit of the Lord was upon him. And when he got there, the Spirit didn't leave him. And today... The Spirit has not left him. Amen. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is in the place. Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit came this morning to minister to your life. He brought a message to us and said, I come and I bring good news to the poor. What it was his message, it was good news. His message was a message of power. His message was a message anointed by God that when he spoke, the place shook with the power of God. He came with a message. And can I share with you this morning, that message has not changed. I bring you good tidings. It said He came to preach to the poor. In those days, the poor was the outcast, more or less. The Pharisees didn't recognize them. The scribes didn't want to have anything to do with them. But that's who Jesus came to seek and to save, that which was lost. Poor, 
But I got good news for the poor. You don't have to stay poor. Now I'm from the country. Poor. Right? I know that's not proper, but that's, that's, that's what I know. Lord, help me to say it right. I don't care how low in status you are in life. You don't have to stay there if you don't want to. You can pull yourself up and make something out of yourself. Now, Matthew 5, chapter, I mean chapter 5, the Beatitudes, Matthew, I think you have it. It said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven. Blessed. So I, I looked that scripture up and you know what I found? It means you are granted or you have been given a special thing by being blessed in God. Have Him abiding in you. It brings blessings. Woo. The poor in spirit. Oh, I can't help it, folks. It's just coming. The poor in spirit. You don't have to stay poor in the spirit. We can grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We come where we are. Let's move out. You say, well, you know, here's where we get into all kinds of problems. Well, well, well. No, forget about well. And accept the presence of God is here to minister to you and bring you out of spiritual poverty. I just love these people who say, I don't know if the Lord wants me to have it or not. You poor soul. I don't know where you got it from. But I can't find that in the Bible, John. But I can find growing the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. If you'll come after me and follow me, I'll make you. It's an honor to be blessed as a child of God, to have His blessing upon us. And let me say to you this morning, if you're spiritually in poverty, i got good news. <laughs> no, 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 come on, come on church, come on. i got good news. I got good news. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Oh, hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. See, that's what happens when Jesus shows up. Jesus doesn't show up. To sit back and with his fan in his hand and say, Well, y'all put me on a show. No. He shows up for a purpose. 
He shows up for a reason. Many of you need that reason this morning. Many of you came here today, some distraught, some upset, some don't know what to do. But I got good news. There's a Savior and He's anointed and He can bless you today. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I used to be poor in spirit. But I'll tell you one thing. I didn't stay there. I moved out of poverty into blessing. Oh, come on. Y'all help me out here. I moved out of poverty into the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I moved out of poverty into the blessings of God. I moved out. You know why? He said, it's mine. Ooh. I know some of y'all looking at me like I've lost my mind. I have. I'm going crazy. But I like what I feel. I'm enjoying what I know. Because the Word has become alive into my heart. That spiritual poverty that I lived in for years and didn't understand. It's gone away. I've become a blessed child of God. The anointing is upon us. The anointing is real. Don't shed it. Don't, don't run from it. Accept it. Good news. He brought good news. Good news that He can speak to your heart. Good news that He can answer your prayer. Good news He can set at liberty them that are bruised. Good news that He can work a miracle in your life. Matthew, go to Luke chapter 2, verse 8. This is right after Jesus was born. There were shepherds out in the field. And it says, Now there was in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. We always use this for Christmas. And behold, guess what? Woo! A herald, an angel of the Lord stood before them. My God, help us. Buddy, the Lord's all around you. Sue, the Lord is all around you. The Lord is all around you. I don't care who you are as a child of God. The Lord is around you. And He's standing in our midst. He stood before them. And the glory, the power, the anointing, the presence of God, the glory of the Lord shone round about. My God, help us to get it. He's pouring out that Spirit. He's raining it down on us today. He's letting it flow from the throne room unto you. Amen. It shone round about them. And they were greatly afraid. I know some of y'all afraid to death. You're afraid it's going to get on you. It won't hurt you. Honey, I don't know if you remember this or not, but when we passed it over in Winter Garden, Ken, what was his name? He was the bass singer for the Stamps Quartet. 
Y'all remember him? Anybody remember him? Ken somebody. Anyway, he came and sang and he brought a black lady. In fact, Brother Joe, I think she was from Haiti or somewhere, one of the islands. And the Lord, before he got through singing, Ken Turner, that's his name. He had this lady to stand up and testify. And the Lord just came upon her and she began to minister to people. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. That's why I made the statement that I did. One lady come up there, she wanted to be prayed for, but she was sort of, you know, she was rich. And this lady, she was a precious lady. She said, honey, this black won't wear off on you. It ain't the color of your skin. It's not the tangible. It's the anointing. It's the glory. It's the power that comes upon you. And they were afraid. Don't be afraid of the anointing. Don't be afraid of the glory. It's what you need. It's what God wants you to have. They were afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good tidings. Amen. Where are you at? I'm bringing you good tidings. Amen. I'm bringing you good tidings. Amen. Yes. I'm bringing you great joy. Now, I don't know why. I don't know why Christians are supposed to be sad-faced and lemon-sucking. Lip turned wrong side out. I may not have much in my pocket as far as money is concerned, but I got something so much more precious than money. Money can be gone just that quick. But I'm telling you what, there's something that's raining down upon my life that don't go away. Oh, and I don't have, I don't push it away. I beg for it. Lord, come and do it again. Lord, and do me with your power. He said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I bring you good tidings and great joy. Y'all remember when the Bucks won the whatever it was, Super Bowl? Everybody in the world went bananas. I mean, there people, grown men making millions of dollars laying on the ground. And then they tell us Pentecostal people are crazy. Well, I'll take what I got any time over what they had. Because the fame is over. The excitement's over. It's done. Now they got to work on it again for another year. And they're hoping they can do it again. But I'm telling you what. I don't have to wait. I don't have to worry about it. He is with me. The anointing is with me. And I go with Him. He goes with me everywhere I go. The anointing is upon me. And I've got 
I bring good tidings of great joy, which shall be, to which shall be, which will be to all people. Mm. Lord, help me to say this right. You don't have to accept. What is the word I want to use? What will be, will be. How many times did Jesus heal people? Every time He touched them, they were healed. And they got up, they moved, the cripple, the blind, the lepers. They received good tidings. Now, I didn't ask for this message. I didn't ask God to do it again. He, he just burned it in my heart. And said, do it again. I said, all right, Lord. But you've got to give me more to it. When, when this is where I'm at today. The Lord is in the house at First Assembly. He's come to do something for you. He's come to work in your life. You have to open up to Him. You have to receive Him. Behold Him. Yes, John. Thank you. Receive Him. Well, I'm too old. This is what's going to be. Really? We're, we're limiting God when we say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be super spiritual. I'm just telling you what the Lord has burned in my heart. My Bible still tells me there's nothing impossible with God. There is nothing too hard for God. I was called to a family Friday afternoon. I mentioned it in prayer. When had eye surgery, and she's lost sight in that eye. They're not Pentecostal, but they believe in divine presence and they believe in divine healing. And he, the husband called me and said, I want you to come. She wants you to pray for her. I haven't seen them since Friday. I don't know what's going on. But the Lord began to deal with my heart. I'm here to do it. And I said, Lord, do this for a testimony of your power. And I didn't go there to gossip all day. I didn't go there to talk about the weather and fishing and hunting. I went there for one purpose. To agree with him and her faith that God can do the impossible. Amen. And as we said, we, we talked a few minutes and I said, are you ready to pray? She said, oh yes, please. Pray for me that I get my eyesight back. I said, all right. We all three join hands. Now what does the Bible say? Where two or three 
are gathered together in my name, that's where I am also in your midst. We didn't jump up and shout. We didn't run the, up and down the carpet. We didn't do it. Just a verse. I'd say, just simply said, Lord, you know how to minister to this this lady. And she's believing. She's asking for your help. She wants you to minister to her eye that she can see and read your word. And I just, something in my spirit believes it's going to happen. Amen. He said, I come to minister to the poor. The poor in spirit. I bring you good tidings. Where did we stop at, Matthew? I'm sorry, I got down that rabbit trail, but you needed to hear it. Did we finish it? Luke, Luke, no, Luke chapter 2, I'm sorry. He said, there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior. A Redeemer. Look who He is. Christ the Lord. The Son of the living God. Who's anointing. Oh, but He's a baby. I don't care if He's a baby. The anointing can rest on a baby. Samuel, from the time he was born, the anointing was upon him. Am I not right, my brother? Yes. A Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. He didn't come here in royal purple garments. He was a baby wrapped in strips of cloth, in a manger, in a feed trough. But I'm telling you what, from the moment he was conceived, the moment he was born, the anointing of God rested upon him. He didn't start right then, but a few years down the road, the anointing came into play and he began to minister to his people. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and said, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. My God, we need to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise Him. I know this is going to sound stupid and crazy, but I'm all right. Praise Him for your sickness. Because when you start praising the Lord, something's going to happen. You don't think so? What is it? Acts chapter 16, I believe it is. Paul and Silas had been thrown in jail. And there's two words that stick out in that, that text. They prayed and then they praised. And if you notice the sentence... The, the, the power of God did not move until after they began to praise. They made their petition known unto Him. And then they started praising. Lord, it don't sound right, but we thank You that we're in prison. See, we don't like that kind of preaching. We don't like to hear that. 
But you, human, you and I, we're going to have things happen to us in our life. We're natural. We're human. Things are we're deteriorating. That's why I'm walking like this. But I thank God every day that I'm alive. I thank God that this is the day the Lord hath made. But look what it said. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. Or they were praising the Lord to God. They was giving glory. And the prisoners were listening. Oh, hallelujah. The world needs to hear praises from God's people. They need to hear some good news. All we're hearing today, bad, how bad our government is, and it's bad. They need to be run out of town. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. America needs to turn back to God. That's the only thing that's going to save America. But now we're hearing all this mess about the border. And we're hearing all this going on in Israel. Well, i got news for you. God's going to take care of Israel. And America better back her. They better stay with her. And they better pray for her. Because the Bible says those that bless Israel, God will bless. Okay. He said, and they were praying. And they began singing or praising God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Go to the next one. But at midnight. Did we jump one? It's coming. At midnight, they begin to praise God. Go back to where you were. I'm sorry, Matthew. So I get so caught up in what I'm doing. It said midnight, they were praising God. Next verse, 26. I'm sorry. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. Mm. I've never been in an earthquake. But I know who pe- I've known people who have. My friend out in Oklahoma stationed up in Anchorage, Alaska. Y'all remember when the first one hit Anchorage after they became an, a state or a nation, a state? He was standing in an airplane hangar. And he said, Dan, he said, when you can see concrete doing like this, he said, you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. He said, the building behind you or the one you're standing in is doing the same thing. It's rocking. It's twisting. He said, that's one of the weirdest feelings you'll ever have. It shook the place. Mm, next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. We need a shaking. We need a shaking. That were loosed. The prisoners. When the earthquake shook. He said the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. Help me, Lord, to see this. The earthquake of the Holy Spirit, when it moves, it breaks the barriers. Come on. See, those prisoner doors was what keeping Paul and Silas in there. 
It was the prison doors, that, the bars, we call them today, whatever they were made out of those days, I'm sure some kind of metal, but they had the prisoners held, bondage. They were there holding, held against their will. And, but the prison was shaken. The glory of God shook the place. And it set at liberty. And look what it said. Immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. I've got to bring this thing to a close. But see, it just gets bigger and bigger. The doors open. The chains were loosed. The doubt, the fear. The doubt... And the fear was loosed. Come on. Come on. <laughs> the doors are open. The chains can be loosened. Don't run from it. Stay there. Stay there and let Him do a work in your life. Stay there, Paul said. Hang in there, guys. we got some more work to do. Oh, hallelujah. See, now most of us would have said, Lord, look what you got me into for preaching your gospel. But he said, oh, no. They started praying. They told God the problem. And then they started praising God. And all of a sudden, the, the jailhouse rocked. It shook the place. And the doors was open. My Lord, have mercy. And everyone's chains were loosed. See, we got a lot of bound up Christians today. I won't say that again. We got a lot of bound up Christians today. One of them is fear. But God wants to loose that chain and set you free. We're afraid of the earthquake. You know what? The Lord dealt with my heart a few weeks ago. And it could still work. You know, we're going to celebrate Pentecost next Sunday. Amen. There was 120 on the day of Pentecost in the upper room. And the Lord just sort of put this in my heart, my mind. This just hadn't worked out yet. But if I had 12 people that could come here for 10 days, come come here and pray and seek God from 9 to 12. And, and here's why I'm making that statement. We don't know exactly how long each day they were. The Bible doesn't say. If it's 10 hours, 12 hours, 15, we don't know. It doesn't give us a time frame. But it said for 10 days, they came and they prayed. Come on. And after the 10th day on the 50th day, which is Pentecost, 
There was a sudden sound from heaven. Why? Because the chains were loosed. The doors were open. When you pray for 10 days and seek God and get all the junk out of your life, I'm telling you what, something's going to happen to you. I believe we could have a revival. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Mark, would you and Kim come? And I want you to sing that chorus again. Thank you, John. Stand with me, please. Father God, you know every one of us in this room. Lord, you came this morning to minister. You came here to minister to your people. Lord, you came and you brought the windows of heaven that are open, you brought the blessing. We just need to open the door. Let the doors of the prison be open. Shake us. Shake us. Shake us. By the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray in the name of Jesus. I know time is of essence, but I just feel so strongly. Would you like to come and stand at this altar for a moment and make your petitions known unto the Lord? Would you like to do that? Come on. I can't do a thing for you. I've done all I can do for you today is tell you what the Lord wants. Sing it, Brother Mark, please. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There is a truth. Yes. He bled as the lamb. 
my healing in his hands Jesus there is a name I call in times of trouble there is a song that comforts in the night there is a voice that calms the storm that rages oh it is
as we offer up this praise unto your name. going to do it. Just accept him to do it. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. If you try to figure it out, you'll never figure it out. Yes. Amen. But if you accept it, yes. then God can work with it. Yes. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you for coming today. Appreciate you so much. Let the Lord minister to your heart. You don't have to wait till you get in the church. Just on your way home today, just thank Him for His blessing. Nothing else, thank Him for your salvation. That He saw you and picked you up out of the miry clay. for listening today to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. If you are encouraged and uplifted by Pastor Braddock's preaching, please write a positive review on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe to this podcast on your app so you will not miss any future episodes. Take the word preached by Pastor Braddock and share it with your family, your friends, and your community. May God bless you today. Thank you.